0: you know normally we call i guess uh, we call it senior sunday or we celebrate our seniors that are graduating from high school and so brother Mike brother Mark and I had a little meeting and uh, he said well you know I know there's some other people that have graduated from college and so I want to honor them too so i guess our senior sunday is now graduation sunday and i want to thank brother brother Mark for that because Any degree that you get is worth celebrating, amen? So, uh, the first two graduates that could not be here with us, I still want to, you know, recognize them um, and just be proud of what they've accomplished. The first one is Allie. She's the granddaughter of Mark and Kay Johnson. She graduated from Chapel Hill High School, and uh, I believe she has gone on to the next journey of life, so... I believe they're very proud of their granddaughter. The next one is Jessica Watts. Uh, She's the daughter of Ginger Metz, and most of you in here have taught her. You've probably, some of you probably changed diapers. She's one of these that pretty much was born at the church, grew up in the church, um, but she graduated from art, and she has actually moved to North Carolina. Uh, She's gonna study there, but also she did get married, not sure what her last name is, but she did get married, and so she uh, she married a guy that's in the military, and so they both moved there. And as a matter of fact, Ginger is actually there right now, but I know many of you knew her from little all the way up to being the young lady she is. So the next person is going to be Miss Teresa Stout, and I would like for you to go ahead and come up here. Go ahead, give her a clap offering. I got I to say some nice words about you. You know, I, I knew this was going to be a great idea from Brother Mark, because I asked Miss Teresa last week after, after service, I said, we want to honor you and, and your degree that you've gotten, and uh, she almost started crying on me, you know, and that's, that's a little tough, because over the years, I've become really soft. Girl, Dad. But, you know, in church, we talk a lot of times about how our church family becomes even more family than our biological family and then blood family. And so as, as I was thinking about what to say about Miss Teresa, I, I just kept thinking about, you know, we've been in the Dome, and she's come down, and we've prayed together many times. We were at the main building, she'd come down, and we called out to God many times there. And here at our new sanctuary, she's come down and we've prayed many, many times over the years. And today, we're actually, I guess, giving God a praise report. We're being reminded of the goodness of God. We're being reminded of, 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 of how God is, is with us. Miss Teresa, you're a testament to our church. You're a testament to your kids, your family, and your grandkids. You are living, breathing proof of God's goodness and his timing, not ours. Your testimony that you carry and what you've accomplished is going to inspire so many that if you're able to do it, then they're also able to do it, and we are very, very proud of you. Now, at this time, this is going to be out of her comfort zone. I would like for her to share with us what it is she got a degree in what she's going to continue doing and then if you have any words for our church people this is your time to shine so
1: you know I didn't do very well in speech that's okay (laughs) that's okay I um I quit school when I was 17 decided I wanted to become an adult and um Fast forward to 89 when I should have been graduating. I was having my first child. And um, 91, I came to know the Lord Amen. and had my second child as well. As a matter of fact, I was seven months pregnant when I was baptized. Uh, so had my third child at 90, in 93. In 99, I finally got my GED. 2000 I attempted to go to school again, and uh, kids and husband and work just didn't fit. God knew there was a different direction for a little while and uh, so I started doing taxes in 2000 and I decided in 2015 that there had to be a different way. <laughs> Um, Anyway, so at 2018, I decided I wanted to see the other side of it and went on to work on my degree for accounting. And I have my associates now in accounting, and right now I'm working on my bachelor's, and hopefully I'll be accepted to UT by spring. Amen. Amen. And the only thing I wanted to say... Was to the seniors god's got a plan for you whether you go to college next year or five years from now he's got a plan for you just listen to him because there's a lot of things along the way that you're going to learn
0: amen thank you so much and here's a small token of our appreciation thank you All right, so our next graduate that we have is uh, Jordan Williams, so you might as well go on and come up here, Jordan. I asked him if he could be here this morning, but I didn't tell him he was going to be up on stage, so. Might as well grab that that chair, sit right here so you're nice and comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to make you speak be thankful. We're not going to make you speak in tongues. (laughs) Jordan came to us probably 10th grade. And at that point in time, we would entice all the football boys to come eat some of Miss BJ's fried chicken. And so we had a lot of kids that came right after football practice. They came hungry. They ate everything that they wanted. But they also got some Jesus along the way. And even though it was, the, it was the food that brought Jordan here, it's the love that kept him here. You know, I had the privilege of taking Jordan home many times out on Highway 31 because we live out that way. And there's so many times that I swear his mom was like, what are, what are those people doing? What is that weirdo Brother Martin doing with my son? Because we would stay out talking in the driveway for several hours. And Jordan would always ask me questions about the Bible, questions about how I did this, how I did that. And so he's always just sought knowledge from people that have been there and done that. And that's kind of a rare thing amongst young people because most of the time they know it all. And so, I would impart my wonderful wisdom on him. (laughs) And over the years, we talked about his dreams of going to college. We talked about, you know, what he wants to do in life, and he wants to be a coach. And so, I I think over the years, what molded is, Brother Martin, I just want to be a coach, and I want to, you know, we like to win. We're winners at Landmark. Landmark. It started being about, I want to have an impact in other people's lives for them to become men of God, for them to have somebody to look at that they can lean on, and he's had lots of, I've not been the only one, he's had lots of male figures in his life that have imparted some of that wisdom, and he's actually at the next stage of going to graduates, or trying to be a graduate assistant, that's where you go and you get paid very little money, to basically be you know, the grunt of a coaching staff. He has uh, opportunity in New Mexico and Kansas, and there's no doubt in my mind that wherever this young man ends up, he's gonna do a wonderful job. Brother Mike and Miss BJ, they both fell in love with Jordan, and he has become family to most of us around this church. And Brother Mike would always call him Hollywood. That's his nickname for him. He'd say, Hollywood. And he actually helped build this place. <laughs> He's got some great memories from that. So there's times where you just, you just have a kid that comes into your life. And, you know, I'm, I'm a girl dad all the way. But I know that if I had a son, I would want my son to be like Jordan in so many ways and I've always had the privilege of being able to you know when we go places I'm like hey I want to introduce you to my son Jordan and you know when I introduce him as my son people always kind of look at you a little sideways they're like brother Martin I I don't I don't think he's your son just because we have different eye color doesn't mean he's not my son (laughs) so Jordan we're proud of you I want to let you know that all these people here over the years have prayed for you. You'll always have a place here at Landmark. And you know, one of the things that we kind of crack up about, and and I think this is a God thing, is that you 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 come to Landmark, and there's not a lot of people that look like Jordan and I. But there's so much love in this place. And there's so much prayer. And there's so much encouragement that these kids attract themselves to this because of you. And so for all, for all of you that have shared in Jordan's victories and have shared in all these things, this is a great young man that we are very, very proud of. I'm going to see if he'll talk. Um, <laughs> do you want to say anything, Jordan? Like, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, thank you for all the
2: support. Uh, it really does take a village, so I wouldn't be here without you guys. Oh. Hey.
0: That's all right. We got tissues. Our next child, or graduate, <laughs> I call them children, they're, they're like grown, they're adults. Our next child is going to be Allison, Allie Daniels, so you might as well come on up. And, um, you know, I always get to have all the fun about bragging on our kids, and so I asked Amanda, and this is a huge thing for her, I asked if she would talk about Allie, and uh, you might as well get your tissues ready, because I got mine ready, so I'm going to turn it over to Miss Amanda.
3: Okay, I had to write notes, because I can't do what Martin does. Uh, I try oh my God. <laughs> I know i'm going to try to keep it short and sweet, but um, if y'all know this lady, you know like how amazing she is, and the fact that I have a day to get a brag on her I'm, I'm going to do it. so um, you know, Martin and I started in the youth, I thought thirteen years ago. He reminded me today that's fourteen years ago, and um, one of the first. Weekends that we were going to have youth kids like the first year we started we were going to have youth kids at our house for an event and Allie called like I don't know on Thursday and was like hey, do you need help cleaning your house? And I was like actually I really could use some help cleaning my house and so she showed up like that Friday after school and like helped me clean house all day getting ready for our all-day Saturday event and She's never stopped Um, we've had lots of weekend events where she's come, spent a whole day cleaning, preparing for it. They all go home. She stays and helps clean up. On Sundays afterwards, um, her parents were obviously doing something right, and we're teaching her to show up and help and be there, being a preacher's kid. and um, She knew the work that went into it, and um, I was very thankful for it. She has... Probably by the time she was in eighth grade, we started leaning on her to be do the games. Like, she would show up on Wednesdays and do games. We would go to camp. She would do the games. She became, like, the game master. Um, you know, I could literally call Allie and be like, hey, I need you to come up with the games tonight. And not only would she show up with games, but she would show up with all the supplies we needed. She would have it all organized Um you know, we did the Valentine's banquets for a few years, and that's all Allie. She planned what we were going to do. She decorated the whole place. She helped Martin figure out the menu. Like, it, I just showed up and was told what to do, pretty much, for those uh, um, events. Brando. Yeah. <laughs> um, she really became our extra youth leader, and we relied on her so much at just a very young age, y'all. She was like middle school when we started... Asking her to show up and help, and um I remember one year at youth camp, Jeff, who is the camp director, showed up and was like, "Hey, Martin, Amanda, who's y'all's new youth leader? She is amazing like kept just bragging on her, and I'm like, Jeff, she's in tenth grade like she's a camper, you know, but he he was just amazed at her because she she was our leader. I mean by eighth grade she was she was our extra youth leader, and I look back and I can't imagine how much we put on you at such a young age and she never complained she just showed up every time and um, okay my notes just went away hold on (laughs) Um, you know Allie graduated and she had been a camper with us for I don't know however many years since sixth grade and she continued to serve and come help us at camp every summer after she graduated. And every summer she'd be like, man, I really can't this year. Like, I really need to work. I need that extra week of money to save for college, to pay for my car payment. And, you know, I'm like, I know, I understand Allie. It's okay. But I'm like secretly praying that she shows up because I cannot do camp without Allie. Amen. And so every year she would show up no matter how much she had a money she had to lose out on for a whole week of serving our kids. She, she showed up every year, um, and every year it's like the first day of camp is crazy, and every year I'm like, Allie, you got to help me with these kids, and, and she does, and she lets me yell at her and get frustrated with her, and she keeps coming back and helping me, and so I'm so thankful. Um, like I said, Allie's put herself through college. She's bought herself a car. Um, she's worked nights and weekends supporting herself. She's one of the most determined, responsible young ladies that I've ever met. Kind of like Teresa, her college years didn't actually go as planned. Um, She kind of had a little setback. And from that, she started teaching our youth about, um, you know, sometimes when you're in a dark place, you feel buried. But God has you planted and um, will grow you. And I'm so honored that we've got to see you being planted and just blossoming and growing with God through through the hard times in your life. And um, I'm I'm so thankful that you're a role model to my kids. You, I, there's no words to tell you how much she has led the way for not just my kids, but a lot of kids behind her. Um, she was a leader in high school. She was an athlete. She was involved in all kinds of clubs, but she showed our girls that you can be popular in school without joining the crowd. Um, Many times being a leader is a lonely road, and she's willing to walk that path. She was willing to set herself apart from things of the world. And, you know, so many people want to be leaders. They want to be in front. They want the, the, the spotlight, but she's the type of leader that's a servant from what leadership really is. And she's the person that will show up at Christian's games in art just because, and she's the type of person that when we have youth kids struggling, she'll go pick them up and take them to get their nails done and have a spa day with them, all on her own dime. You know, she's she does so many things for our youth kids that people just don't know, that um, she doesn't say anything about, She she and she does it all on her own self, and that's what a leader is, is somebody that just shows up and loves and supports when nobody's looking and you know, you've, you've taught me what a leader is. You've set such an example to me that I can't ever thank you for it. Um, but not only, this is what's so crazy, is Allie's a leader, but she's from sixth grade. She's always humbled herself to allow herself to grow and learn from others. Kind of like Martin was saying with Jordan, like these teenagers, young adults, they know everything they don't really want. And we've always told our kids like, we'll be as close to you as you allow us to be. And Allie from day one has like humbled herself and let us pour into her. She's been real with us and told us her weaknesses and where she's struggling and needs help. And she's been an inspiration to me because so many times we want to put on that fake facade of like we've got it figured out and we've... We don't want to be real with really what's going on with us. And she just is real all day, every day. To this day, at this age, she comes to us and says, hey, this is what I need. This is what I'm struggling with. And, you know, the Bible teaches us iron sharpens iron and that we need each other and we have to be real with each other. And she just reminds me every day to to allow there to be somebody in your life that you're putting yourself under their authority, that you're willing to let them hold you accountable and to pour into you. And she's just amazing. I just, I just can't. There's not enough words. Um, you know, ministry can be a very lonely place. We spend a lot of our weekends with teenagers. And um, we deal with, you know, I don't, we deal with a lot of broken, hurting kids. We deal with some heavy, heavy stuff that these kids can't just walk away from and sometimes it's really hard it's hard to take that home and Allie just shows up with us in the office and listens to these kids and sits in the heart and the hurting with us and then goes home with us and figures out what are we going to do to help this kid how are we going to brighten their day and she just is willing to go there and take on some heavy stuff even at teenage years and um I'm so thankful for your support and your willingness to be there with us through it all. Um, You've not only been our youth kid, but you've been our best friend through all this. And we're so thankful for you. And um, I can't imagine life without you. I really can't. So my prayer for you is that you always love and serve others the way that you do and that you always know God's always will be there and he'll never leave you or forsake you and that you're an amazing young woman and I can't wait to see what you do.
0: She's not able to do what I'm able to do. Sound like a pretty good message to me. (laughs) So, I'm going to give Allie the microphone, see if she wants to say anything, or.
4: that was a lot. Um, Martin and Amanda have been a really big part of my life. And I suck at being vulnerable, but they push me all the time. Um. I can't, I can't put into words. I don't have that <laughs> right now. Um, just to say, like, what a blessing it's been to sit alongside them and, you know, be with the girls and watch the girls grow up. And a lot of it has a lot to do with Granddad <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> and who he raised me to be. And, you know, looking back at it, it was a lot, but I enjoyed every bit of it, and I know that I have a calling for kids, and I've just enjoyed it so much, being a part of Landmark, because, like Martin said, we are a family. And um, so I've just, I love you guys so much. Um, I love you, as, you guys as a church, and I appreciate you guys helping me grow up, most of you watched me grow up since I was, and came out of my mom. Um, So, and I I just appreciate you guys so much. So, thank you.
0: And, And I think one thing that needs to be said to Oscar and Jordan and Allie and all our young people, Angela, that are in this room, is that, you know, we raise these kids and we pour into them not because we want them to stay here, We want them to go and show the love of Christ and be the church outside of these walls. And I want you all to know that this is always home, and we selfishly want you here all the time. But in whatever it is that you do, whatever career path you choose, we want you to take what we've taught you and give it to others. So, our final graduate today is a young lady that I've known all her life. Um, She's like my child, because she is. Um, Katie Gracie Barra, you might as well come on up here. And so, um, I asked Allie if she would say some words about Katie, Um, and so she's looking up her notes, and uh, we'll go from there.
4: Okay, so before I give my spiel about Katie, um, I just want to let you guys know what all she was a part of in high school, and it is a long list. Um, So this is just what she's accomplished in her four years of high school, and um, so here we go. She was the president of Taffy for three years. She was the president of her class all four years. She was president of NHS. For two years. She was the Secretary of Student Senate, Secretary of Theater for four years, Secretary of NTHS. She was a part of, uh, she was a section leader in band for four years, in FCA for four years, a part of FFA and TSA for three years, and Katie Grace plans to go to the University of Texas at Austin, all upon her daddy. And accepted, and she was actually accepted into the Moody School of Communications and going to study public relations um and you've been working since you were a junior in high school, or so no, okay, well, she's still working and did all this, so and oh my goodness her g p a what's your g p um, like a yeah, so she's super smart <laughs> um <laughs> So, I have notes. It's not going to be as professional. I, I'm, I'm just going to have to read this. Um, so, 14 years ago, I met these two cute little girls who had chubby cheeks and smiles that just lit up a room. And little did I know that how much of my why that they would be, those two little sweet girls play a major role in why I've kept my character and my morals and my standards in check, <laughs> But don't get me wrong, um, I fall below the waist side sometimes and uh, don't think that those sweet little faces tell me and fire me up. And her feisty. Um, I think one of the biggest personality traits that I like to believe that she got from me is her feistiness and her sassiness. Um, but when I met them that day, I definitely did not know what the Lord had in store for us. Um, they have brought me so much pride and joy and, you know... Later down the road, these are my sisters. These are, this is my family. Um, Katie Grace, I've had the pleasure, pleasure of watching you grow up and seeing you transform into this beautiful young woman who stands firm on what she believes. The last couple of weeks, I have just ran through some highlight reels of my favorite memories of you, such as you telling me when you were eight years old that I didn't understand your life, you requesting your poppy to feed you like a bird in the middle of the donut shop, and you running down the soccer field with the cutest prance you've ever seen in the stiffest tabletop arms. And um, one of my proudest moments that I have of you, Katie Grace, is every time you do one of your spoken words. You speak with purpose and you speak with passion and it's so moving. My words of encouragement as you enter this new chapter of life is that you be intentional in finding out who you are and what you want to be. It may sound so cliche because I thought the same thing when I was your age to say, stay true to yourself. It has been one of the hardest things that I think I've faced because the world that we live in today does not commend or favor those who choose to live in purity and faithfulness. It will definitely set you apart at times and you will feel so alone. But the most beautiful thing that I have discovered is resting in the Lord's faithfulness and the amount of peace that he gives me. There will be hardships and trials that you face. You'll feel like you're never going to be able to get out of that valley and that you've been buried. But when you look at it as an opportunity to grow and learn from it, and actually that you've been planted, you'll see that the Lord is being intentional with you. Katie, the most beautiful thing about you is your heart. It is pure and kind, and my prayer is that you let the light shine through, irregardless of the circumstances, and you let your roots be what carries you through the next chapter. I can't wait to see what the Lord has in store for you. Relying on the Lord and having the faith that you do, there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to have peace in your purpose. I'm proud of you and I love you. I love you, too. you want to say something? Well, you're going to say words.
5: Okay. <laughs> um, I was told that I was going to say words. Um, being at Landmark the past 14 years has um, definitely been amazing and. I've been able to be a part of the youth group from such a young age just because my parents were the youth pastors, um, and it's allowed me to really have a, another family outside of just like me, my mom, my sister. I've gotten other brothers and sisters along the way, such as Allie and Jordan and um, Oscar and just so many more, and it's it's just been incredible growing up, being able to like look at these kids and just you know watch them and lean on them and go to them for guidance and counseling since you know, my parents are my youth pastors, um, and so sometimes necessarily you don't want to talk to things about, like, to them, but but I have other people that I can rely on, and that's just been so amazing, and I know, like, as I go off to college, those relationships will always be there, and they'll still be there, and um, that I can continuously go to them no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm dealing with, um, and you know, just being here at Landmark, I've grown so much. Um, Y'all as a church have supported me in so many ways, uh, such as, you know, church camp and things like that. And um, here's where I've really started to grow my passion for public speaking and uh, where I really found out what I wanted to do with my life and who I wanted to be. And um, I'm going to UT Austin to study public relations, but In the future, I want to be a motivational speaker, you know, somebody for Christ, um, somebody that, like, people can look to and just, like, hear messages and hear words that come from me and flow through me, and I just want to be um, a person that God can use, and I've really gotten that here, as y'all have allowed me to do um, public speaking and spoken word, and have just always supported me and, like, told me how good of a job I'm doing and have encouraged me, and y'all only haven't encouraged me that way, but... You know, y'all come to my plays or come to the FCA events that we have and other things. And um, I've always just known that, you know, my church has my back. And uh, I feel very blessed because I do have friends that go to the other churches. And, you know, they might not have that support and they might not have that, like, relationship with their congregation um, and I've been very blessed and very fortunate to have such a wonderful church that I know will always love me. And I know that I can always come back to because this is where my roots are and this is where I've been planted. And um, yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> well, that was good. Amen. All of it was good. Um, I know we're a little bit short on time, so uh, I I just want to read the scripture that I was going to use today, and I'm not going to take more than five minutes because my wife will be looking at me. So what I want to use today, or the scripture I want to go over is Joshua 1, 1 through 9. And in the first four verses, if you'll read with me, It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness in this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. These first four verses seem very, very simple. God's talking to Joshua and saying, Hey, I've promised this land to this people. I just need you to go across the river and I just need you to just take this land and divide it out. But what we're not seeing here is that this was 40 years in the making. And no matter where you go, graduates, no matter what, what it is that you do, sometimes our lives, we look at it like a Facebook highlight. We see a very small portion of the sacrifices that you've had to make. We see a very small portion of the preparation that you've gone through. And so like Miss Teresa, like Allie, you know, they had an idea of what college was gonna be like or what they were gonna do. But God doesn't work that way. Sometimes we have to be in the waiting, in the bearing, in the preparation, in the growth in order to finally get what he has in store for us. And so if we go over to verse 5, verse 5 says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. One of the very first things that I remember learning from Brother Mike when he led me to Christ is he said, look, look at me. And he, t- he told me, I am just the man. I'm going to let you down. There's going to be a day when you're going to be upset with me. He said, don't ever focus on me. Focus your eyes on Jesus because he will never leave you. And in this verse, it basically says what he used to tell me all the time there is no man, no mother, no father, no child that will be able to stand with you all the days of your life. But then God goes on to reassure us that just like I was with Moses, I will not leave you and I will not forsake you in your journey. And you will need somebody in your journey to stand with you. He tells us that. And so as we go throughout life, Don't focus on Brother Mark. Don't focus on me. Don't focus on the praise and worship of a church. Don't focus on those things. God is telling us you will need somebody, and I am that person, or I am the one that will stand by you all the days of your life. Let's go to verse 6. It says, Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. He says, be strong and courageous. He tells that to all of us. And he says, I have a gift for you. I have a path for you in your life. I have an inheritance for you. And so there's going to be times when we may be questioning those things. But God says, just like I'm telling Joshua to go divide the land out, if you will be strong and courageous, I have your inheritance. And through your inheritance, one of the things that we try to teach all our kids is that you know, what they do in life is going to be passed on to their kids and their kids and their kids. The single greatest thing I've ever done for my children was when I gave my life to Christ. That's the single biggest thing I've ever done for my kids. And likewise, God tells us the same thing, that if you are strong and courageous, he will have an inheritance for you and your children and their children. Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn to it from the right hand or the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Let's go ahead and read verse 8 as well. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous." you know, oh, keep going, and then you will have good success. So many times we are always looking for keys or ways of being prosperous, being successful, you know, being, getting everything that that we want. And God tells Joshua, you know, in spiritual terms, I have given you a roadmap of how you do those things. He says, be strong and courageous Listen, read my word, apply it to your life. And actually, we're a little bit more blessed than Joshua was because they had the book of the law. We have the whole Bible. We have the Holy Spirit that he imparted on us. We have the Holy Spirit that can guide us, and God is telling Joshua, I'm giving you a roadmap of how to be prosperous and how to be successful. Now, prosperous and successful may not look like what you thought it looked like, because I'd be a millionaire by now if it was in my terms, but when I gave my life to Christ, that roadmap took us to Landmark Baptist Church. And just like Amanda has said the, the blessing that we've gotten from, from being able to pour into Jose and Angela, and these are just a few kids, we will never be able to, to make so much money that that was worth giving up, if that makes sense. Like God had a road map for us to invest in these young people's life and them investing in our life. And our, our lives are forever blessed and forever changed, and our children have gotten to watch that. And so, God does have a road map for us if we want to have success and prosper. Verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You know, God here, basically, he's asking the rhetorical question. Have I not commanded you? He's basically telling us when we are done with preparation, when he is ready to point us in a new direction, he's saying, I've told you to go, so I need you to go. I need you to be the Jesus that somebody else may need. And the honest truth, and Brother Mark will, will say this, is that he's not able to reach everybody. I'm not able to reach everybody. It takes all of us in order to be the shining light of Jesus to others and there are people that will not know Jesus will not know the love if we don't take that next step and cross our Jordan and and love somebody and reach down to help them up and it says as you go in your journey be strong and of good courage which is hard to do Do not be afraid. You know, fear is one of the things that keeps us bound so many times. I know fear has been something that has bound me and locked me up many times. Nor be dismayed. Don't be scared. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Even though we're imparting this to our graduates today, it's really a blueprint for how we ought to live our lives. Amen? He prepares us. He tells us, I'll be with you. He sends us, and he reminds us, be strong and be courageous, and I will be with you. Amen. Amen. Father, we love you. Just thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for all the graduates that we have honored here today. Lord, I pray the Holy Spirit's blessing upon their life and the direction that they need to take. Lord, I pray the Holy Spirit go before them and open the doors that need to be opened and close the doors that need to be closed and you guide them, you lead them and Lord, through their testimony this morning, wherever we are in our walk with Christ, Lord, just encourage us, just let this, let, let this be, a, let this be a, a, a fire under us to cross our Jordan and be a Jesus to others. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray and ask these things.
2: Amen. 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 Brother Martin, you stay up here if you would. Here, here's how I'd like to end today. This may be a little bit different today. I'm going to ask all of our uh, folks that we honored, if y'all come stand up here. We want to end by praying for you guys and just uh, sending you out with a blessing and encouragement. So y'all come if you uh, if we uh, all our graduates just stand across the front here, and uh, we want to pray over you guys. And kind of send you guys out, Miss Teresa. Come on, all right, and uh, Miss Amanda. Come on, you uh, you come join these young people, amen.
0: We'll
2: sure, the I made it <laughs> 2020, that's good, amen. I want you guys to join hands, and uh, then I'm going to just invite anybody that would like to. Uh, This is very, uh, I know sometimes it's a little out of people's comfort zone, but it's very biblical. Uh, In the Old Testament and in the New Testament, they used to lay hands on each other and pray for each other and pray a prayer of blessing over each other. So I'm going to invite anybody that would like to join me uh, to come up here. And I I just want to tell all of y'all, I know know Brother Mike was here most of y'all's lives in your growing up life. And, uh, and we all miss him. Uh, and I know that I'm not as much a part of y'all's life, having been here as long as, as Brother Mike, as Brother Martin. But I want to tell you, I love you guys, and I am for you, and this church is for you. Don't ever hesitate to call me and let me know whatever you may need. Uh, we are here for you, and uh, we definitely want to just uh, tell you how much we love you as a church. We're so proud of you so proud of you and uh we just we're for you amen we just want you to know that we love you and we're for you and uh so i'm just going to invite if you want to come and uh, i'm just going to lay hands uh, on brother martin and then uh, if you want to come lay hands on some of these and uh, we're going to just pray out today with a prayer blessing all right for all these young people they are some of them are flying the nest uh, some of them are uh, sticking around town. Some of them are flying the nest, going to other places. But as Brother Martin said, we want them to know that uh, we're not saying goodbye. We're saying uh, God use you and God bless you. Amen. All right. Okay. If you, the rest of you, if you just extend a, extend a hand forward, and we're just going to pray this prayer of blessing over these young people. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We praise you. Uh, Lord, for all the many blessings, how much good you do. And God, thank you for all the hard work and the culmination of the hard work of these graduates, Lord. And we thank you, God, that you have, uh, Lord, made uh, helped them to make it through to this point. And some will continue their education, God. just I pray that, God, you would just uh, bless them and be with their hard work, help them to accomplish every dream and every goal that they have. Uh, and, Lord, I pray that their lives would glorify you and honor you, Lord. And we today, Lord, whether they're staying here or whether they're going other places, we want to send them out. We're not saying goodbye. We're saying we send you out to be an extension of us. Uh, This is always your home. This is always your family. But we want you to go out and spread the good news of the gospel and be a light everywhere you go, Father. I pray for their lives to always shine for you brightly and to always bring you glory and honor. May they always know there's a group here that loves them and is always praying for them and will always have their back. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said... Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. You want to come by and hug these necks and tell them how proud you are of them. All right. Come on by.